Let's talk about food design. I'm your host, Dr. Francesca Zampollo, and this is the Food Design Podcast, where we talk about how to design anything around the food experience. This podcast is brought to you by the Online School of Food Design, the only provider of online courses on food design. Hi, everybody. We should be live. Yes. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to this first live food design webinar. Very excited to be here. I'm Dr. Francesca Zampolo. I'm the founder of the Online School of Food Design. And it is my greatest pleasure to welcome you to this first food design webinar <laughs> called How I Became a Food Designer. Um, today's guests are, in fact, four food designers. Well, three at the moment, one more might be joining us um, from, the, from two food design studios. One is called Papila, they're based in Spain. We have Eva and Roberto with us. And the other Hello. studio is called Studio Amede from Italy. We have Eleonora at the moment with us. Alessandra might be joining us. Um, this webinar is the time for all of us to uh, be inspired by these food designers, uh, to learn from their work and their experience and, uh, and see what they have done. Really, this webinar is about has been inspired uh, by these wonderful people that we have today. Um, so thank you, first of all, to our uh, guests for joining us. And welcome to those of you who joined us live to this wonderful, I'm so excited, first food design webinar. And welcome to those of you who are listening to this as a podcast. And to those to, to these people, to, to you, if you're listening to this as a podcast, remember that if you want to see the live webinars you just have to join us in the online school of foodesign.org sign up for the free live webinars and you'll be able to um, see the next live webinars and uh, the replays for past webinars okay um i would like to start by introducing our guests but i feel like i like i've already spoken too much so i'm going to ask our uh, guests to introduce themselves just very quickly, just one minute, say who you are, where you come from, and why you're here, and then we're going to go more into it. Okay, um, Eva from Papila. Hello, I'm Eva from, from Papila, and this is Roberto, and we have another partner, but he's at the moment in Madrid, and he couldn't be here, and we are from Castellón. Spain and we are here because you invited us <laughs> to that talk about a, our job. That is a great answer. Um, Eleonora? So, um, well, I'm really sorry uh, that Alessandra couldn't make it and I hope she will, although uh, the truth is that her baby has a little bit of flu, so oh. most probably, I don't know if she'll be, she's trying, she's actually at home, so she's trying to get online um, from uh, her house. Home oh, position, right. but, so we can say hi, uh, ciao, Alessandra. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if she'll be able to, to speak at all. But anyways, I'm Eleonora, and Alessandra um, uh, is my work partner. Together, um, we make the Amebe. Uh, we've been working together for uh, since 2008, and in 2008, we decided to make our own studio, which is called Studio Amebe. So it's inspired by the concept of the Amoeba. Uh, and it also makes um, it makes the um, uh, it makes our name Alessandra Mantovani and Barbareschi Nolora. So it's our first and last name. Uh, so we started working a lot with food design in the beginning uh, when we first started working. Now we're dealing with uh, all sorts of projects, not mostly with food design, but we are very passionate about food and design. So that's how it all started let's say okay so before we move on i just want to give a shout out to everybody who is um uh, here live today and hello to you tell um, us where you're from where you are from where you are joining us and tell us what why you are if you are excited to be here tell us something about you i see we have already a bunch of people here like okay um should we start ladies and gentlemen do we want to start yeah. with papilla papillas guys you understand? Yeah. Awesome. So thank you again for being here. Uh, your work, guys, is quite fantastic. I'm very excited you accepted this invitation. Um, take it away. Tell us uh, the story of how you became food designers and show yeah. us what you guys have been up to. Um, well, um, we are Papila, a design studio specializing in food. 
um, our work is centered on investigation, and design, and innovation innovation projects uh, related with everything regarding with uh, the dining experience. And uh, Papila, as I told you before, we are. It's uh, we found it in two thousand and nine. Uh, one of our founders is Alberto Alza. And nowadays he's teaching a workshop in Madrid. And the other is Roberto Cortez. He's near me. And me, and I'm Eva Garcia. Um, Roberto and Alberto studied um, technical engineering in industrial design. And Alberto specialized in graphic design. And Roberto specialized in product design. And I studied interior design, a degree of interior design. And Alberto and Roberto know each other at the university, but uh, years later they know me because I'm the girlfriend of one of the Alberto's friends. And we started to work together and our passion of food um, started at that moment more or less. And, um, and I used to work as a draftswoman on an engineering office and Alberto works as a, free, as a freelance and Roberto used to work uh, as a draftman too. And then uh, we, when we decided to start to um, making works together, we, we stopped working on our works. Um, we have different studies and we, we have a different point of views of everything and because of that we do um, very different projects and with with um, with our multidisciplinary point of view I don't know how to say it but we combine design and food in fields like uh, product design um, interior or space or even design and, and graphic design too and the most uh, known product uh, we design uh, is this is called uh, citrus spray and uh, it was made for liquid it's um, a device that you can screw um, into the lemon and then you can sit, uh, you can uh, spray it, uh, oh, lemon juice directly. And, and this is our best known product. But a few months ago, we designed um, this drinks cabinet. Uh, the company that hired us wants to, to make a different drinks cabinet because nowadays uh, when you go to a hotel you the drinks cabinet you have it's a, a small refrigerator with a, a door or without a wood door and you have uh, one or two glasses and and you have nothing else and the experience of the of the customer uh, it's a it's really bad and we we designed that drinks cabinet um, thinking about the experience of the customer because um, we designed to drinks cabinet inspired on the um, the companies here from Spain and we designed that cabinet inspiring with the nature we have around and the most common materials here um, the terracotta material and and the wood and we ins we inspired a tool with the facades of the buildings and um, you have two versions of the drinks cabinet with the two with the two or terracotta facade or the 
the greens facade, like a uh, windows. And the smallest version um, allows to put a refrigerator inside, uh, sunglasses, even you can put inside a safety box. And, and the biggest one um, allows you to put the refrigerator, um, safety box, a, a coffee machine, and even it has um, a device, uh, a Bluetooth device that you can um, uh, connect your mobile phone and it uh, works as your, as your mic, um, uh, works as a sound system. And the experience of the, of the customer here, it's really great and it's really, it's really good because we thought even with the proportion with the with the proportion <laughs> well we thought about the the how the dimensions how, the dimensions of the of it and we thought about uh even with the people who smallest people biggest people and they could use it really really easily and um, on the part of the interior or events design, we work with a local brand uh, called Castillo Ruta de Sabor. It's a local brand that and they they join all the small producers of the of the of the city, um, and they wanted to do a, a several pop-up spaces in which they can put uh, all the products they have and, and they want it to be modular and, and, and nomadic because they, one day they could, uh, they could um, be in one town and two days before they would be in another, in another village uh, 17 kilometers far and it's they needed that and we designed um, a, spa uh, a space and the the boxes that you see now um, they are this they are built by um, by an artisan uh, from here and they will build with uh, good they will be with Good natural good because we want it. Uh, we want it to be more natural and and the importance of the of the. We wanted to to show the products, the products only the products, not the the container of the things. The the importance here is the product we we are selling here and that kind of boxes you can put you can build um, in different ways and in different in different places and and it's really really <clears throat> modular and removable and so on and the 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 most the most known thing we do is um food design and and for us food design is um, uh, is uh, the discipline we consider food design there is a discipline that uh, the food is a material you can take form and you can and it's a designing material as it could be wood or glass or plastic or whatever and we made a few workshops and and this is the result of one of our workshops. And this, this is a clown nose made by, by chocolate. And this is um, from that workshop too. It, this um, a comb, it's a typical Spanish comb that, uh, that is used in religious, in religious, uh things that the girls uh, or ladies put 
her and they thought they did it is like a chocolate cone that you could put it on the on the ice cream as it was a cone for ladies <clears throat> and another workshop uh, done in uh, only with chocolate um, uh, appears that is that it's called the perfect bite and you can you can do different kind of of chocolates uh, you can choose for example one part of a cinnamon candy another part of marshmallow and another part of chocolate and you have your perfect bite but another person can choose uh, 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 scotch and cinnamon and curry candy and everybody could make a different perfect bite and in that in that workshop too they, uh, we studied uh, the origins of chocolate and the and how the mayas and, and do it and they drink and how they drink it and then they make uh, the original recipe more or less of the chocolate and it's um, it was like a natural red bull and they make uh, we made the different chocolate energy pills with that kind of, of, of recipe and the drink the natural red bull drink with only with chocolate and in that workshop appears to uh, chocolate souvenirs um, and that kind of souvenirs that you you give to your friends or family and then when they when they can eat it and it's more more enjoyable than another uh, souvenirs that they they give to you um, another kind of uh, food design is for example the pen cups that you can see here or the bottom of the pencil uh, we usually uh, bite it and if you bite it with chocolate flavor it's tastier and it's it's cooler than and then you have um, another kind of chocolate souvenirs but these ones are in 3d and with all of that um, with all of that uh, workshops and, and 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 things we we were doing, we we created our collection as we called our collection. Um, there's a, um, a, a papilla collection, and that collection started. That's a few few images of the collection. You can see more at our website. Um, in Spain, we have we we are used to when we finish a dish, uh, we used to clean it with with bread, and we clean the dish with bread, and and then it's uh, the the skewer we we make a skewer when when you can clean uh, right uh, the the dish, and then you can eat it. And another project is, is the butter candle. Um, you, when you remove, usually when you remove butter from the from the fridge, it's really cold. It's really cold, and you can and you can and you can use it. But with the butter candle, you light it and then start it melt it, and you can start to spread on your bread. And with the tradition to, we have to to give uh, people jewels. Uh, then we mix it and we make um, a chocolate jewels. And you you can make a an, an really special gift for your for your friends. And that's the chocolate souvenirs, but. Mm, as I told you before, and then then you have uh, that cookies. They have a tap, and with that tap you can dip the cookie on your milk or on your coffee, and you 
you don't uh, you, without getting your fingers uh, wet and uh, the solid coffee it's and um, we we make a, a, a coffee solid and then you you could take it and you could eat your coffee wherever you go in in one or two bites um we have a sugar stick and that's a sugar uh, like um you you put your you remove with your sugar your coffee or your tea or whatever you are drinking and then it turns in it turns in uh, chocolate or coffee instant lollipop or chupa chup and you can eat it and you have the the tea bath uh, it's a um, uh, a level the level of the tea bag it's a, a boat and then you put your tea bag on your tea and the boat is always floating and you don't have to to search for the level because it's on the wall the water and you and all of these things are nowadays a few years ago uh, the spanish um spanish minister uh, minister or I don't know exactly how is the name, but they 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 took off um, part of our our collection of food design and and the citrus spray, and they make um, um, an an exhibition. That exhibition it's uh, around the world. They they started that exhibition in Tokyo. Then of Tokyo it was. Uh, Miami, Toronto, Washington, and it's uh, around the world, and that's uh, the pieces that they have of from us on the on that exhibition. Um, there are the and the this exhibition is the best of, of food design or, or 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 food or food in Spain, and they and they and that exhibition nowadays is is still uh, running through the world and and to to finish with my with my speaking um i'm going to show you the part of graphic design we are making nowadays it's called food history and that books um and we started this book three years ago because we we all of the investigation and research we are making day after day and we we have tons of information and and we decided to take that all of that information and and put it in a book because um we found it really interesting and really and really exciting because there's nothing else right now like this and I show you uh, two pages of the book because we are we are finishing it right now and this week or maybe uh, next week we are going to to take the book to the print and and we explain how humans became as we became because we are starting to um, we're starting to cook food and when we cook food we start to be like like we are like humans are nowadays and food it's it's for us it's really important and it's um it's our job and we love it and and that's it we are please fantastic guys thank you so much um, I don't know if we can give a virtual applause, but I'm going to give you one now. And uh, I'm sure everybody else uh, who is following us live is giving you a virtual applause as well from their part of the world, wherever people are. Um, thank you so much. Fantastic. So I want to read you a couple of questions that came up while you were um, 
while you were talking. Okay. Uh, thank, uh, first of all, super interesting. Of course, your work is um, it's so it's excellent and inspiring, and it uh, covers um, quite a few uh, angles, let's say, of food design. Uh, so first of all, we have people um, saying hello from London, from Colombia, but living in Barcelona. Uh, uh, somebody else from London, and then we have uh, France. Um, Marius from Barcelona and uh, uh, Colombia, um, Colomb and uh, we have we've just been joined by Lin Yi, who happens to be the editor of This Is Mold, one of my favorite websites. So hello to you too. Um, so there was, for example, one question. Um, just quickly, just because this question came up, uh, but I'll, I'm going to ask it to you, but. Um, We'll, we'll then jump to Amebe, and then in the end, we're going to have a proper question and answer um, uh, session, if it is all right with you. Uh, Mario is asking, uh, Eva and Roberto, did you know that, the, that the, at the, from the beginning that your project were part of the concept called food design? I realized that most designers who started working with food and its peripheries didn't start using the word until a few years ago. That is kind of... A, that is kind of true. What do you guys think? Um, uh, I, it's true because in the term of food design, it was coined a few years ago. It's not... It's um, when they started to work with food. Um, they call them food designers, but they really don't know what they were doing. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> so what about you? Did you? When did you figure out? Hey, this is what we are doing. About me, in me. Well, yeah. Um, oh. As Papilla always been a food design studio. Um. Uh, it um, we started uh, in 2009 when we when we make some some wait some workshops and then when we started to work the three of us together we realized that we really love work with food and everything related with food because we we really we work with um, everything even the store where you where you buy your food and the final product you can eat it on your dish or the or the or the gadgets where you used to work with the food and and for us is 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 it's our life. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I uh, thank you so much. Let's switch off to Amebe. Let's switch off to, Eleon to Eleonora. Switch, not switch off. Switch mm -hmm. to Eleonora. And um, yes, take it away. Tell us the story of who Amebe are and how you became who you became and how you are involved in the world of food design. I have known you guys forever since <laughs> my very few my very first steps into this world probably within the first year that i started working in food design i have uh, i knew i knew of you so maybe because you're italian as i am but who knows <laughs> so yeah take it away tell us the story of amebe and food design okay so well i think uh, our uh, contribution is going to be a little briefer because um i mean there our portfolio is not as uh, as uh, strong, let's say, because we are not mainly focused on food design, but we did start uh, with a big focus on food design. So actually it's one of the first products that Alessandra and I designed um, back in 2008. And uh, it was actually- um, But wait, Eleonora, this is not a, 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 a this is not, it's not like your portfolio is less strong. It's just that you are not only food designers. Yes, you yes, also yes. work with others. No, no. I said, I said it's not. It's right? not as strong in the field of food design. We're not. But, gonna... but it really is. It really is. I think so. Um, okay. I really, yeah. And uh, what I th I had a thought and it just it's gone. Okay. No worries. Sorry. Okay. But, but anyways, anyways. So, but what what is really interesting is that both Alessandra and I are very passionate. Uh, about food. So in the beginning in 2008 when we started working um, it was pretty 
natural for us to start working on the theme of food. So uh, the product that we're going to bring is uh, an example. Uh, we actually designed it for this um, uh, design boom competition that was that had the title of Dining in 2015, and it really started off as a, just like an, a simple design competition, and we got shortlisted, and just without really doing much uh, much PR or communication work, we just started to get a lot of publications, both uh, web and on press. Uh, so we started getting requests for our product, and and we were pretty uh, pretty excited. But you know, the product was just a concept; it didn't really exist. We just uh, we just had the idea for for Design Boom. Uh, so we had all these people writing to us, and at the time, we had a lot of uh, space. Uh, and and time to um for to, to for us you know to give this project priority so we decided to do this uh small production it was a uh, 30,000 pieces and from there um uh the project started but i'm just going to share quickly uh, my screen yep okay so um so the product is called the uh, finger dip and it's uh, latex finger, finger caps to um, to eat with uh, with your hands. Uh, so as I said, we designed uh, the product in 2008, which is when uh, Alessandra and I started working together. The design competition, I think, was in 2008, and we actually produced uh, the product in 2009 and won the Red Dot Design Award in 2010. So, I mean, we, we just have a couple of images uh, about the product, but it pretty much speaks uh, for itself. It started as a provocation because truly what we think is that eating with your hands is actually the best experience. So uh, it started out as a provocation because um, we didn't really want to design tableware. So it was our interpretation as a substitute to tableware. So it's pretty much, I mean, what they are mostly, I mean, basically it's uh, just condoms. <laughs> and we designed the packaging, we designed the logo, we designed the communication. And um, so it was, um, it was mostly sold uh, for events and uh, um, let's see if I have some more photos from here. Um, so it was a very nice experience because it's uh, it's a product that we developed from from concept to production. So it was a really nice experience for us to see our product developed from concept to production, having good requests for it. And obviously, once it was sold out, we decided not to start an, a new production because the big jump we had to do was from 30,000 pieces to 6 million pieces. <laughs> so it was, a, it, it was a nice adventure. We were very excited. We won this very important award. And then um, uh, now we still have a few prototypes left. We still have some requests. Uh, coming every once in a while, uh, but it's we we, we just kept it uh, uh, on hold for now. And uh, so an event that happened uh, recently is that we discovered that uh, young designers from London, actually they're originally from Italy, uh, they had let's say to be nice a very similar idea, which has been now going around the web, and the product is called uh, Tidy Tips. So while you search, I just want to jump in. I think this is, thank you for mentioning this, Eleonora, and being so open about this. I think this is a great example of what can happen to uh, design professionals, designers. Um, your ideas can get stolen, maybe on purpose, maybe not, who knows, we'll never know. But even if these guys didn't do it on purpose, uh, you guys all know that the first thing that we have to do as food designers is do our research. And mm -hmm. if these guys had just looked on the internet for a similar concept, they would have found yours because yours yes. was all over, it still is all over the internet. Yeah. So how did you guys react? Uh, teach us, what should and, we do? And, and, not only, and not only, we also found, uh, I think there's, in China, uh. There's also, we had discovered someone else in China that was, uh, that made like some copy packaging. Now these images that I'm finding are not very interesting, I'm sorry. But at some other point we did, uh, someone, um, someone showed us 
our basically our idea, our packaging with a slightly different name and slightly different background. So, uh, so the way we reacted, honestly, right now, since we've been working on many, many projects, um, now we're on hold. We're, we'll, we're still understanding what to do. We spoke to our lawyer and basically, you know, with these projects, there isn't so much you can do uh, in terms of um, protecting yourself. <laughs> uh, we did register the design, we did register the trademark, but still it's not enough. You know that if, if you make certain changes to a product, you can still get away with it. So this is basically what happened. And mm. um, now we're still thinking about it. Probably the best that we could do is to get in competition and try to produce the product again with, uh, with an important uh, or, or stronger producer so that we just become competitors and, and we try to win over them. <laughs> this is what should be happening. But in terms of, um, of um, not privacy, but in terms of uh, uh, protecting our design, there's nothing. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> so uh, let me interrupt you one more time, Leonora. Sorry, but I just really want to this to be a shout out to all of us who are all of you who are becoming food designers. When we are on our way to become food designers, when we are on our way to design something new, guys, let's just do our research. Let's just remember to look around and be ethical in, in, in this sense as well, as well and, and be fair uh, to other designers. There's a there's an infinite uh, uh, amount of possibilities out there. Let's design something original and let's not steal ideas. Uh, that would be great Eleonora go sorry um yes I mean this is this this is pretty much you know what it is and then um well we 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 actually just wanted to focus on this product because this is um well now we're working with food design again and hopefully next year we'll be have um more food design products coming out but what we did in the first years working with food design was more conceptual so we did show uh, we did design, um, this is another concept. So the idea behind uh, this product, it, it was designed for Aperitivi. Uh, so the, the idea was to use the empty space of a bottle to embed uh, a toothpick in a, in a beer top. Um, so this was shown as a prototype at a, a food design show in uh, I think it was 2009, and it was in collaboration with Material Connection. But it's all it's all very experimental. So we did make a small prototype, but then uh, it didn't it didn't have. Oh, and it was in, on show at the, the Triennale, Triennale Museum in, in Milan. So at that time, Aperitivi were very famous um, in Italy or in Milan. I mean, they still are right now. <laughs> So our, our food design is oriented more towards uh, consumer products. So here we're still working with beer. I think at that time we were drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> so the idea is to have a, a plate or a dish that can fit uh, into the neck of a beer bottle uh, so that you can eat, uh, so, that, so that you can eat or hold uh, your food with one hand, eat, and then if you need to sip, take a sip of your beer, you can just take the dish out to have a sip and then always have one hand free. Um, so it was more it was more about usability and, and um, trying to design something intelligent that uh, could be um, good for eating when you're standing. And something something similar did come out. Uh, we're not sure if it was copied from us or was if it was a similar idea, but I'm not even going to bring it up because it's not. Uh, but it was a design comp. Oh, this was actually with a design competition with Peroni and Alessi, and then it was on show in London, and um, and that's it. <laughs> 
can I ask you to um, maybe go over the exciting things, the project that I really liked uh, for your, with regards to your uh, communication design side of your studio. Um, you had, you have done quite a few things, a couple of, well, quite a few things uh, with regards to communication design have to do with food, but in particular, you have done a couple of things, I think two at least, uh, for Le Ricette dei Designers. Oh, sorry. Of course. And I think I that's forgot. interesting because we, when we talk about communication design or graphic design, um, it is a very, it's an interesting line there where we can join communication design and graphic design to food design. But in a way you are communicating about design or uh, sorry, you're communicating about food or through food. Mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting thing. Would you take us through maybe a couple of examples and your thinking approaches yes. maybe? <laughs> so, so just very quickly, there was this really nice um, project that started with uh, Ottagono. Right. So it was called Le Ricette dei Designers. So they just invited um, a bunch of designers uh, to design uh, food recipes. Uh, obviously with uh, some sort of like design um, interpretation or approach, sorry, not interpretation. Um, so for each book, they just gave us a theme. So I think we started with like appetizers and then uh, we went on. And I think we didn't participate to all of them because they always had very restricted deadlines and sometimes we couldn't make it. But it, it, it was in Italian, so it's um, kind of hard for me to translate. But we were uh, playing both with, let's say, copy and visual. So, for example, this project, it's called E Fatela Una Risata. So in Italian, risata means laughing. Inside it has the word rice. So basically, the title of the recipe is like, have a laugh. And so we're having uh, these, uh, this rice bowl that's coming out with these laughing uh, uh, rice um, seeds. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's hard to translate because the title obviously makes, I mean, it's both visual and title that are making um, the, the game, let's say. Um, so the recipe itself, um, I don't even remember what it was, but so we had to like give a story to the recipe, describe the ingredients. Um, so this is the recipe that you gave, but do, did you also do, did you do more than one recipe or did you do the graphic for other recipes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did the graphic for each recipe. We did the graphics. Uh, that was one. Uh, Remember the gnocchi, the one that I like. Yeah. Gragnocche di patate. Oh, I don't even think we put it on our website. Yeah, yeah, I think you just scrolled it. It's, I think you just passed it down. Because uh, we have cavoli amari here, I saw. There it is. Just below finger oh. So, so, oh, no, no, it's, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. So, gragnocche di patate. So, see, we're always playing with words. Um, let's see if it opens. It's hard to translate, but in Italian, gnocchi. How do you Which translate everybody gnocchi? Everybody knows what gnocchi are. Everybody <laughs> around the world knows what gnocchi are. They so, probably so pronounce we, it gnocchi, but... Gnocchi. It's but it's funny because in Italian, gnocchi are... It's this food. But gnocchi, so feminine, means like hot chick. <laughs> so basically, we design like the gnocchi, so the hot chicks. So the illustration is... So, uh, so we always have this kind of ironic approach um, when we're designing. So, so here we're representing the gnocchi and the recipe is very simple. It was actually gnocchi with uh, butter and parmesan, I think it was. So it was then, oof. And it's, it's interesting that you say um, these are two examples where you use the plain play on words. Yeah. And I think uh, it, it happens, uh, it happens, I, I don't know if I can say often, but it happens quite a bit for food designers in particular to use a play mm -hmm. on word. Maybe it's because just uh, food um, lends itself so well to being funny and approachable and, um, and light in this sense. Mm -hmm. I think this beautiful for food designers to leverage on and and as we can see you two have um done it a couple of times and uh, in this sense quite successfully i would say and um yeah and i mean and obviously we've been working with food uh for example i mean here's only one example we've, we've done different projects with uh wine so these are just um let's say wine labels 
Tell us about white labels, because I think that, especially for people who do graphic design, I mean, I remember when I studied graphic design, there was always a, a, a white label to a label to, um, to try and design for one of the, one of the tests, one of the exams. So and in general, graphic designers seem to always end up designing a white label. Yes. And it's something that I think uh, stimulates the interest of food designers as well. So yes. it's, very, it's very interesting in between worlds. Tell us about it. What do you think, what, what is the approach we should have about uh, desi um, designing a wine label? What, what well, did you do? It, it, it's very challenging because obviously with wine, you know that the label is what stands right in front of you when you're when you're when you're buying wine. So, um, I mean, obviously, what you do with any project, you always try, try to develop an aesthetics that is representative of the content. So, and you always want to combine that with uh, the brand that you're representing. And it, it's a mixture of, of many things. But I mean, for sure, when you're dealing with something that's very normally, it's very elegant and precious to start with. So it, it does give you a bit of anxiety when you're trying to represent it. And um, it's something that has only started lately. Uh, I mean, m most, most uh, wine labels are either uh, very, classical or they 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 wine wine factories normally work more with like artists and the approach is very different um so so it's it's very hard not to fall into something that's too uh cold in in a way i think uh, just because the field of wine is so ancient that you have i think this responsibility i mean this this um example that we're showing uh it was a very new uh wine brand that had just began so the aesthetic is very uh fresh but it's it's meant to be fresh because it's representing uh a new um wine yard so so we were very pleased with the with the with the result but yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah no that's great that's great um Anything else that you want to add? Uh, no. Awesome. Okay. Brilliant. So thank you again. Thank you very much uh, for sharing. Uh, yeah, another applause. Yes, from here and from everywhere in the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, fantastic. I would say let's open it up to the public and let's um, hear it from people. Guys, um, any questions that you have? Again, uh, any questions for these lovely, uh, lovely people, lovely, lovely food designers? Um, oh, I see you guys have been tweeting also. Awesome. Uh, one thing, one question for Eleonora, and then it kind of uh, relates, but in a different format um to, to another question that i have forever um you mm. talked about you started with the competition right was it 2008 you said 2009 yes yeah um by the way how old were you were you just out of university were you still um hold on i'm just yes uh so i was born in 1984 so that is i think i was 23 maybe or right so very young Probably, if you hadn't already finished uh, your bachelor degree, you were about to finish it, and you started. Actually, I think I um, I had also finished my master's degree. Actually, right? Okay, yeah. So, and and you jumped in in the in a competition to start, and you started with a competition. Um, yes. This is something that I also uh, advise people who want to start in this career as food designers. Just start designing and the first thing take any competition any design competition and just do something and by the way i uh, in in preparation for this webinar i um published a video on my youtube channel called how to become a food designer yes and this is exactly one of the advice that i give so eleonora why why did you think of a competition what was your thinking process at the moment did you think of it as a oh let's see what happened it might be a waste of time or were you just Filled with filled with energies. Tell us. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what happens when you start working. That you're just filled with energies and ideas, and competitions are a really great opportunity for you to um, express yourself and to um, confront yourself with, uh, uh, you know, with with work with other designers. I think in the beginning, when you're starting to work, one of the most difficult um, things to do is to actually get commissions, get work. <laughs> so, um, 
So yeah. competitions yeah. Are, are, are a great opportunity. It's, it, and, and there's different types of competitions. I mean, obviously, like uh, Red Dot Design Award is also uh, a great, um, uh, I mean, it's not a design competition, it's a design award, but you're still applying and you're going through a whole procedure. So when you win, you, you, you know, you just become, uh, visit, you get visibility and, and you do networking and, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it all builds from there. Yeah. And, and, the, and even if uh, nothing happens with the competition itself, like even if really nothing happens, you still have something for your portfolio and you can, you still oh, sure. can add stuff to your portfolio. So in a similar line, um, Eva and, and Roberto from Papilla, um, you, uh, have, uh, put together the, the, the funds for your book through Kickstarter. And this is another interesting approach to uh, start a, a project, especially a big project like a book. Um, would, you like, uh, would you like to tell us uh, why Kickstarter, why, um, why Kickstarter and how you actually found uh, doing this with Kickstarter? Was it easy? Was it difficult? Um, what, what were the steps that you, were to that you had to consider? What would you do differently? What advice would you give for people um, start thinking about funding a project with Kickstarter? Well, we thought in Kickstarter because it was an international platform and it gives you, everybody could is able to see your work uh, wherever they are, but Kickstarter that has that pro, but it, it, it's a cons, it's a con, a contra because, mm. because it because uh, there are a, a huge amount of projects that make your project invisible and mm -hmm. it's really hard you have to work uh, a lot with the communication with the with press um um uh, even um several uh, um websites even you have to work with with a company that um, we have to work with a company in, in that help us with the communication because it's really difficult to it's a great experience but it's really hard experience yeah but um, you guys did it you reached your goal yeah. i think you had uh, if we can say can we say how much was your goal our we we need uh, 15,000 euros yeah. and we reach uh, 17, 17, 17, I don't know the amount exactly, but yeah. So it was but, hard, but uh, it is possible with hard work as you put in. So well done to you. More, more than we thought. It's more, more work than we thought because it's really, really, it takes your all of your time. Would <laughs> you do it again? And uh, nowadays, don't no. <laughs> but in a few months or years, probably. <laughs> okay, let's see if there are some questions. Um, I think Fanny had a question, and she said, um, "Are you considering the ecological impact in terms of sustainability?" I think she is copying this question from above, from when uh, Liu and Leonora were talking about finger deep. I think, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure. Um, so, what about that? Have you guys thought about? Um, oh, yes, she's saying thank you. So probably, yeah, that was the, the that was the um, that is what she was referring to. Um, what What about um, sustainability? Have you thought about sustainability while you were? Uh, Designing finger, designing finger dip. So, well, if it's finger dip, um, I, I don't know if it's um, if if everyone knows, but latex is a hundred percent sustainable. Um, so, and it, it's a great material to to design with. So, I think we didn't know that in the beginning when we first had our idea, but once we discovered that it was sustainable. Uh, it did really give us like we were like wow so this is so intelligent because we're actually producing something that uh, has almost zero impact I mean obviously it's impossible to say zero impact because we're adding color because many things are happening but uh, we discovered through this company that produces uh, balloons that latex um, 
is is a really great material to work with and obviously condoms are made with the same material <laughs> so it's uh uh it's funny but um we didn't really think of sustainability to start with but when we discovered that it was um it was so sustainable that we did get really excited about it <laughs> right uh fantastic any other question guys for these um lovely food designers let us know in the chat room in the meantime i have a few actually um i think mm. you, uh, eva you guys from papilla did give us a definition of food design your definition of food design um mm. would you mind am i correct guys did you guys give her i think you did your yeah i did but if yeah. you want i can tell you yeah yeah do it again i would like to hear from both of you uh what ah. is food design from you even if you just <laughs> I don't know if Roberto. Hello, Roberto. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> well, the a definition for food design is like a, a definition uh, for design. They are uh, each definition for each uh, designer. Uh, is this designer uh, have a have a particular uh, definition of who who is uh, her job. Uh, for me, for example, is uh, design is a discipline between or, or mix the relation between uh, food and think like a designer. Uh, you can use um, your knowledge. Uh, to, to work uh, with the food, like a um, material only, or like a final, um, um, like, like final project. Um, uh, um, to, uh, I think, uh, from my point of view, uh, food design have to have to um, have a, a scale industrial, an industrial scale, uh, mm -hmm. from my point of view. If I yeah, think yeah. it's a different point of view, but uh, we try to to think in food design uh, for to translate our product to the industrial uh, scale. Yeah. Yeah, this is your sector, maybe. yeah. Yeah, but uh, we don't... Uh, Discriminate uh, we, against others. Yeah, <laughs> project or from restaurants or, or, or friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, each project is different, but uh, the, um, the concept, uh, the principal concept, uh, we think in, in an industrial scale. Yeah, and this makes perfect sense because of your own background. You come from product design, industrial, uh, interior design, industrial design. So it makes perfect sense. Thank you, guys. Eleonora? Yes. Definition? Yes. Or, well, yeah. If you don't have the perfect sentence, it's fine. What do you think food design is? What is food design for you? Well, I think it's designing with food and for food and. Um, mm. <laughs> What is this? Is this is my backup, my like follow up question? Um, <laughs> what is because to me, this is the most fascinating thing about food design. What is the difference about uh, between designing food with the food material or for the food material and with any other material wood, steel, glass, plastic? What is it about food that makes it so that makes designing it so? I, for me, I would say inspiring and interesting, just cool. I mean, there, there is the element of uh, an, um, another um, sense. I mean, there's taste by, by another sense. So obviously it's, it's, it's richer in a way. <laughs> I don't know if you can say richer, but it's- Absolutely. <laughs> so so that does, yeah, that does add some, you know, it, 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 it's different. <laughs> Definitely, I completely agree. The fifth, that fifth sense, taste, yeah. is the difference between food and any and anything else. We don't eat a wooden table. We don't lick uh, lamps from the ceiling or walls, but we do get to taste and eat food. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
Um, let's see if there are other questions here from the chat room. Uh, Marius, who is your questions for? Uh, what about updating designs? Have you ever thought one of your designs need a little update? Maybe it's for both of you guys. Well, so um, what about updating your, your design? Have you ever thought one of your designs needed a little update? Maybe soon after having finished your uh, project or maybe a while after having finished it? Um, uh, Eleonora. Honestly, usually what in our experience to now, we always get the other uh, the other sense, like maybe 10 years later, we're like, wow, this is still, it still looks amazing. And like with finger dip, for example, you know, like these kids that designed the, the, the um, tidy tips. I mean, they came out almost like 10 years later, not 10, but I think six or seven with something that, you know, we came up with six years earlier. So for now, our experience is, is reversed. Like we're always pretty much, like we're, we're very pleased to see that most of our designs, we look at them five or six years later and we either say, wow, they're still very innovative or, you know, I would have done the same exact thing today. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I think we're still very young to say that. Like probably if we had a product that was 20 years old, then we would be redesigning, <laughs> but we're still small. <laughs> that makes sense, that makes sense. Um, Eva and Roberto? Oh, Leonora is right because um, nowadays we we didn't we didn't uh, think about it because um, our products are very young and <laughs> okay. I have another question. Um, uh, are you guys don't uh, work specifically con with recipes, but maybe you have uh, an opinion about these. Um, do you consider recipes some sort of design process, like a series of decisions taken to have a specific result? Well, I think, I mean, obviously the, 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 the design process or the creative process that can, that happens when you're designing a product or in food design, I think it's, it, it's, it's so close to, you know, even what a cook does. So I, of course I have to say it's, hmm. There are even there are uh, food um, uh, food. I don't know what's the word in English, but there there are people that they try to to make different recipes with for for each dish when they combine different ingredients to to and they for them that's food design and. I don't know how is their career in English, but... Uh, Innovators, food hmm. scientists, food technologists? Food, sci food scientists, it could be. They, 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 they know a lot about, about the chemistry of food. Okay, so this is interesting. If this is an aspect that interests our audience. Right now we have two uh, food design studios that really have a product design and industrial design perspective. Maybe in the future I should uh, have another guest that comes from more of a chef, uh, a culinary arts background and hear what, what they say, what they think, how they compare their process to a design process. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe it's time for us to close because it's, I think we have been here for an hour and 15 minutes. So thank you very everybody for the patience. I am just, I would go on forever, but I'm just cautious about the time. Um, but I have one final question for you, given the title of this um, these, um, webinar. You guys have been doing this for both of you for about 10 years, more than 10 years, I think, right? Both Amabe and Papila. Mm -hmm. More of that, more or less. So, what is your advice for people who are starting in their, their food design career now? Um, you have done for sure. You have done things right, and maybe you have done mistakes because that's of course how we learn. So, what would you say to young, energetic food designers who are eager to start their career in this wonderful, wonderful uh, discipline? Who wants to go first? Uh, oh, Papila, go. I don't know. Uh, for me, they have to work really, 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 really hard, really hard, and they have to be really motivated. Mm, they have to to improve themselves, uh, studying, uh, traveling, uh, reading, making everything, and work, work a lot. For me, if, I don't know if Roberto. Roberto. Sí. 
that's bad. It's oh, oof, I, I don't know. Uh, be constantly. Uh, uh, go, uh, go with the uh, eyes uh, wide open. Yeah, uh, open mind. Be uh, very curiosity mm -hmm. and and ask asking a lot uh, uh, everybody. <laughs> Um, I like that. Ask a lot of questions to everybody. Yes. Forget uh, the scared to to ask uh, people, and yeah. um, the, the my, my advice to. I completely agree. Thank you so much, Eleonora. Sí. Well, I mean, I think one of um, one of one of the things that we've really learned that no one ever told us uh, was to be patient, <laughs> because sometimes you know you can have like the best idea and and uh, the timing is not necessarily as 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 you wish. So obviously you have to work hard, you have to be constant, you have to you know be you know you have to do your research, you know. But given all that, sometimes you know you also have to be patient. I mean, you have to fight and. Sometimes you have to be patient because it, it's hard. It's it's a tough it's world. Really hard. <laughs> it's a really tough world, and you know that that's another component that no one ever told us. Everyone always told you know you have to <laughs> you have to fight blah blah blah. And now we're like okay, but you also you know sometimes you have to be like zen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, what we guys what we can take from your answers, guys, perseverance not being afraid of asking questions, being curious and being patient. So with these, I would like to thank both of ours, uh, our, our wonderful food design studios and Eva and Roberto and Alberto who couldn't be here and Eleonora and Alessandra who couldn't be here. She's probably at home with her baby. Uh, yeah, I wanted to tell you, she sent me a text and... Oh, uh, best of luck with the flu, he has the flu or she? She, she, oh, she has the flu. Yeah. So thank you, Alessandro and Leonora. Thank you, Eva, Roberto, and Alberto, who couldn't be here. Um, I, this has been a pleasure. It's, it's lasted a long, a long time now that I look at my watch, but to me, it really flew. So you've been excellent. Thank you for sharing with us your experience and your um, projects and your thoughts. Uh, thank you for inspiring these uh, all the young food designers who are eager to start this career and maybe some uh, aged like me food designers uh, who are in already in their career and are uh, thinking about and, and are looking for inspiration by the way um, designers are like cheese and wine the more they age the better they become <laughs> so um, Thank you, everybody, you guys, and to everybody who followed us uh, live. And uh, I'll see you at the next webinar. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you. Have a lovely day. Thank you, Francesca. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a lovely day and happy food thank design. You.